to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We're your humble, happy host, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, my love, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. I'm excited about it. It is one of the most common questions that we get that we'll be addressing on this show. And I uh, wanted to have a good discussion with you about that and see how we can help them implement you know, and have a little bit smoother sailing. You know, I, I could tell you had me on mute because you don't even you're they don't know what you're talking about. You said that. You're you're assuming I told oh. them the title of the show today, and I didn't. So, guys, <laughs> you know, we just caught Julie. She was doing something else. So, here, listeners, one of the I know number one of the number one questions we get consistently, um, and we get this in many different forms, is how to work with your spouse, how to have a business with your family member, how to have uh, you know just a business partnership or at least a you know some of you guys will call it teams, whatever you want to call it. But how do you actually balance all that out? But it is very interesting. Uh, Julie and I have always, always attracted tons and tons of folks that want to work with their spouses. That's probably, I bet you, a good 20% of all of our audience are those of you guys who are you know, working with your husbands and your wives, your wives and your husbands, and, and it all works, right? But here's the thing. It's not very easy. It's not necessarily the ideal situation. What we're going to do is we're going to walk you guys through how we've done it. Now, just to put it in perspective, Julie and I have owned four businesses together. We've been married this year for 26 years. <laughs> you know, we've we sold real estate together. We've written books together. We've done all this stuff together. But we've had to figure out how to actually work together because it did not come naturally. It did not come organically. You know, and some of you might be going through the same sort of pains. And what we're going to do, hopefully, on today's radio show, well, I'm not going to say hopefully. That's false humility. That's a little bit of my Ohio coming out. I promise you we're going to help you. No, I'm not being Ohioish anymore. I promise you we're going to help you guys have a specific plan, maybe work through some of the emotional turmoil that comes from working with your spouse. Now, I do, again, want to preface this. This is still going to be incredibly powerful, relevant information for those of you who are putting together staff, who are, you know, you guys, again, if you're putting together teams, if you're trying to add assistance, just in general, as you add more souls to your business, it's going to become a little bit more turbulent. And hopefully, again, I did it again, my Ohio creeping out. <laughs> but you guys will have – hey, it's it's hard programmed in my DNA. You know, you guys from the Midwest, you know what I'm talking about. We have to be very humble. That's one of the ways that we're raised. So, yes. Um, this will be something you guys will all really love and appreciate. And, Julie, I know you have had – did you get a – I mean, you recently have received probably like, what, 10 emails in varying mm-hmm. degrees about this very topic. And, you know, it's always interesting. It's usually as a result of one of the spouses uh, losing their job, correct? Yes, absolutely. And we talk about this in, in the intro at your working head. Usually the partnerships are when the spouse wants to either get away from their normal job they retire from their, quote, normal job, or what you guys sometimes call a real job, which is always kind of funny, or they get laid off, or they might just want a a change of scene. Now, alternatively, partnerships can come about when a solo agent reaches their cruising altitude, and you realize that you could be doing more and possibly with less time committed by partnering with someone. So it kind of goes both ways. Sometimes you're approached by another agent that says, hey, why don't we partner up? 
But most of the time, it's because a spouse has a job change situation, retirement, or, you know, I, I know we've got several uh, newly retired military families where they did their 20 years, they've got their benefits, they don't want to go back on tour, and now they're getting into their spouse's real estate practice. So we see this a lot, and that's why we wanted to address it on today's show. Well, so here's something to keep in mind, and Julie's written some really great notes. Um, one of the first things you have to do, and Julie, if I'm stepping on your toes with anything I'm about to say oh, with okay. regards to your notes, just tell me. One of the first things and the hardest things to um, really, I think, do when you're working with anyone, let alone your spouse, is or your children. That's the other theme we're seeing a lot of. Mm, you guys yeah. are trying to transition your business into a you know a child. Well, one of the biggest problems is is that everybody has their own philosophy about what it means to be an entrepreneur. You know that is very interesting to me. And maybe they have a different philosophy on what it means to basically make money or own a business, or really they don't know honestly what the hell they're doing when they come when it comes to running a business. They're confused. Some people are, you know, think that running a business is all about some kind of creating some sort of like modern day incorporated commune, you know, where everyone is equal and everyone has. When you, you know, these types of philosophies, guys. If you know, you can have them if you want to. That's however you want to run your business. But if you're partnering with someone that doesn't share the same mindset or business philosophy, it's going to be nothing but hell every single day. So what I'll suggest, first of all, is all of you guys get on the same page with regards to your business philosophy. So those of you who are taking notes, now remember, spouses, children, business partners, team members, all of this is relevant. It's critical that all of you are essentially sharing the same philosophy. And the book that we suggest, and this is not a real estate book, as a matter of fact, I have yet to refer this book to a single person who has not come back to me after reading it and said, I did not like parts of the book, right? <laughs> and I asked them always, what parts of the book did you not like? And they're the parts of the book that basically don't, you know, basically fall perfectly in sync with their generally speaking more liberal philosophy about business. It's not good. It's not bad. But that is, you know, again, if you don't have those thoughts and conversations ahead of time and you start adding more people, you're going to be confused. Here's the name of the book. Profits aren't everything. They're the only thing. Profits aren't everything. They're the only thing. Get that book. It's available on audio, uh, audible. It's, you know, whatever. Um, killer book. Now, again, pay attention to where, you, where you're offended in this book. But he has the heart of the mindset that really at the end of the day, your product of your business, and you guys hear Julie and I say this. We've always said this, but this book reinforces it. Your product ultimately of what you're doing is happy customers, is sold homes, is all the things that we all say that sound like really nice, warm and fuzzy type emotional thoughts. Those thoughts don't pay the bills. So it's really critical you guys get on the same page, whoever it is that you're adding to your business, or maybe you're being added to somebody else's business, you have to get on the same page. The goal is profit. And profit, guys, that's what you reinvest. That's where you reinvest in things that hopefully will basically make you passive income so that one day you can be rich, and rich is where your money works for you, and you no longer work for your money. So I want you to be really, really clear on that. If you're going to add staff, let's say you're an absolute profit machine, you have huge margins, you're kicking some absolute butt, and then you add like a buyer's agent who is kind of like, oh man, profit's bad, and we should all be sharing it, and rich people shouldn't be rich, and they're stealing from the poor. And I mean, let's just assume they have a real, real, real far off to the left mindset about business and, and, and money and all those types of things. And you don't, and you don't know it when you hire that person, well, there's going to be a lot of conflict there. They are not a personality fit for your business. 
So inside your own household, <laughs> the children you've raised, the person you married, I guarantee you that you're also going to run into those same conflicts. So at the very least, you guys start, before Julie hits her first section of notes, you guys start with um, reading that book and then move on from there. Discuss what you're in disagreement about. You know, share and, and like rejoice in what you're, you know, celebrating in terms of what you are, uh, you guys are on the same page about. But whatever you do, do not start this journey without having a, a real honest-to-God conversation about your business philosophy. And I've yet to come across a modern business book, Profits Aren't Everything, They're the Only Thing, that cuts through all the modern-day bullshit about businesses and focuses on actually making a profit. Again, not a book you're ever going to hear anybody in the real estate industry talking about because it is very focused on real, honest-to-God business um, mindsets, approaches, and disciplines. And that's the same exact approach that we take in our coaching business. So, Julie, I, <laughs> I think it'll be fun to hear feedback from all of our listeners who actually take the time to read the book over the next couple of days or listen to it. And then, guys, I would love to know what you thought about the book after you've uh, consumed it. Uh, email me directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. By the way, everybody in our business, all of our personal coaching clients, Julie and I's personal coaching clients, we require that they read that book because they have to understand that that is how you – that's how real business people think. Um, and, again, it clarifies a lot. So, Julie, let's just jump right into your notes, and you can present since you've written such a – I think, yeah. honestly, I don't really have a lot to contribute to what you wrote. It's really elegant, so go right oh, ahead. It, we'll go back and forth a little. Okay. Uh, so here's the secret, if you guys haven't picked this up yet. The partnership model, whether that's husband and wife, partner and partner, spouse, you know, mother and son, whatever the partnership model is – it takes hard work to make it run smoothly. It is not a set-it-and-forget-it relationship. So many times as coaches we hear, well, I've decided to partner with this person so I can delegate with them, to them. Well, guess what? That person also partnered with you so they could delegate to you. So you can see how this starts early on with some potential conflict. So keep in mind that different personalities, sales styles, schedules, family situation, and even skill level – all that stuff gets super highlighted as soon as you start working together. So be prepared to be flexible until you get it worked out or decide not to partner in the first place. So what's the solution to all this? Well, follow our coaching on it and remember you're building a business, especially when you take on other people, not just servicing a hobby. As a solo agent, you can get away with more flexibility. Some days you're more on it, other days you're not. But when somebody else is with you, you know, again, you're building a business. So what should or could a couple of goals of the partnership be? Just right there is a different philosophy starting with the end in mind. What is the goal of the partnership? So keep in mind, again, your product is profit. Take a look at some options. A possible goal would be to double your income by doubling your efforts. This can be done a couple of different ways, and we'll get into that in a second. And another goal might be keep your income basically the same, maybe a little tick higher, but use your partnership to leverage your time back. We see this more amongst grizzled veterans where they say, you know what, I have achieved a great income. I know how to do that year in and year out. But what it takes for me to do that is exhausting, and I want to figure out how to do about the same but maybe on less time. So let's first talk about doubling your income, doubling your efforts, and here's the key question. And really on, on all the goals you need to be asking this. Does each partner want to do the core work required to create profit? The same work that's necessary as a solo agent, the things that make you money. Will both partners lead generate, follow up on leads, pre-qualify, present to buyers and sellers, negotiate and close, or not? Is somebody partnering with the other one so they don't have to do any of that? 
something you got to discuss early on. So if this is the case, the efficiencies come from sharing a transaction coordinator, sharing costs, covering for each other's schedule, sharing office fees. It probably won't get you much time back, though, if both of you are doing everything all the time. And we're coming from experience as coaches seeing that. It's not that efficient. You're just both doing everything all the time, sharing some costs. A lot of conflict will arise with regards to who does what with which client, not our favorite model. So we recommend that you follow the second suggestion, which is more effective and efficient, and set it up like a, quote, real business with systems, strategies, and organization. So what are the steps to accomplishing a peaceful, productive, profitable partnership where each person is fulfilled financially and still has a life? So here's a little side note secret. A lot of our grizzled veteran coaching clients come to us with that request. I want to make more money, but I want to have a life again. I have time for my kids, my grandkids, travel. I don't want to go crazy anymore. So I put together a step-by-step -step process to build this kind of model out, keeping it practical and tactical. And I chose a quote from another great book you guys need to get, Michael Gerber, The E-Myth. Sometimes it's called The E-Myth Revisited, also in Audible and hard copy. And his quote is, the problem is that everybody who goes into business is actually three people in one, the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician. So you can already see how this is going to take more work than most agents see. So ready to jump into points, Tim, for practical, tactical, and applicable solutions? I really am. And uh, so, uh, Julie, I'll do the first one. Make a list of all the action items required to run a business. And, Julie, uh, I think in the article on our website we're going to include a, a sample list. Uh, sure. Real estate coaching – I'm sorry, premier coaching clients on the website. We obviously have created all these systems for you. There's nothing really for you to do. So all the action items, all the checklists, all the systems, all the team stuff, it's already done for you. It's on premier coaching. Just go to the website and download it. Um, for those who have not accessed that information, you definitely want to consider becoming a premier coaching client. It's uh, When you use the student approval program, it's less than $99 a month. 100% of you are approved. We're working with some lenders who literally, basically, no matter what your credit or income situation is, you can become a coaching client. This is a real coaching program, guys. You get uh, a total of uh, two semi-private coaching calls per week. You get one semi-private, or you get one private coaching call with one of our coaches per month, and you get all the systems, all the checklists, all the everything that you could possibly need to build your real estate business. This includes your listing presentation, your pre-listing pack. This includes your your buyer agent systems. Every single aspect of you know your business, and it works in all price ranges and works in all markets. A lot of the top agents in the nation have been using our systems for years. You guys know who they are. Just go to timandjulieharris.com and listen to past uh, radio show interviews. You know, Dottie Herman, you know, just last week named us the number one coaches in the nation, the most sought-after real estate coaches. Um, and there's a reason. And you guys know Dottie Herman is probably the wealthiest, I think, according to Forbes, wealthiest real estate person in the United States, someone in the industry. So, you know, I guess she knows what she's talking about. But in any event, guys, if you want access to the coaching program or if, you know, you want to just basically get more information, just fill out the form that's right there on your uh, web browser if you're on your desktop and request a free coaching call. Or the easiest other way to do it, it's quicker, is if you're on your mobile phone, just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Just by requesting a coaching call, we're going to give you our six free books, including Real Estate Treasure Map, which is our business plan, and I know you guys love that. And the real estate, the other one, uh, I mean, this would be really sweet if you guys would read this this time of year. Um, it's Napoleon Hill, 
his Think and Grow Rich book. So Julie and I retooled it slightly, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. So definitely get that book. Those are for free. You can go to Amazon and buy them. Hundreds of you do, but I just assume give them to you. And along with that, you'll get a coaching call with one of our new member coaches, and they'll tell you about Premier Coaching. So Julie, let's go on to the next point. Yeah. Well, so we talked about the first step, make a list of what it takes to run your business. We're talking about listing presentations, working with buyers, running your marketing, planning all of that out, prospecting, pre-qualifying, all of these things, because you're going to next, point number two, using your list, decide which partner is going to handle each task so you're not double doing or not doing all of these things. So when you decide what you're going to take on, you've got to be 100% committed to owning it. So if you're in charge of pre-qualifying buyers and sellers, you're going to own it using the scripts, doing it the same way every single time in, in detail. Being the best at it, systematizing it completely. Again, we refer to the E-Myth, Michael Gerber's book, as your guide through this systematization. So then we move on to your third action step, complete your real estate treasure map now as a partnership so you'll know what the specific financial goals actually are as a partnership. Start with the end in mind and backfill what's necessary to get there. That's what the treasure map's all about. If you don't know what the goal is, you're never going to reach it. So you really shouldn't proceed from here until you've got the plan. Does that make sense, Tim? Otherwise, they're just totally winging it. It does. And guys, um, the other myth about, and Michael Gerber basically talks about this, but just to summarize, this is a big myth, a big mistake that uh, anyone in a business really makes. I see this happening. We have coaching clients that are not in real estate. They all make this mistake. Heck, I've made this mistake. Julie's made this mistake. Is there's no such thing as delegation. Delegation is a little bit of a myth. And I, let me define what I mean by that. So if you delegate and then you don't uh, basically follow up and you don't monitor, you're essentially just uh, – it's never going to happen. It's not going to happen the way you, love, way you think it will happen. Ronald Reagan said something once, which I loved, uh, which was uh, – what was it, Julie? Um, trust but verify. Trust but verify. verify, right. So you can't completely delegate every aspect of your business. It's a mistake to even think you can you, and a lot of you guys, again, this goes against modern business philosophy, but a lot of you guys think that, oh, my gosh, that means I'm going to have to be a micromanager. What the hell is wrong with being a micromanager? Don't let the people who work for you think that there's something wrong just because you're up in there, you know what, seeing if they're actually doing what they said they're going to do. You can create as many systems and checklists and digital ways of tracking people you know, as you can possibly imagine. And there's so many out there that are, you know, check this, you know, buyer agents ratios, check this listing agents, whatever. I mean, brokers, you guys get lost in all the data too, but the data doesn't tell you the real truth. A real boss, a real business owner, a real CEO, a whoever, a president, they all are going to be trusting but verifying. They're not just going to simply take a task and cast it aside and assume that it's going to be done. Again, do not make that mistake. If you do not, you can delegate, but don't abdicate. Don't give up the power. Don't walk away from your uh, having an influence on the result. That is a mistake. Trust me, it'll cost you millions of dollars in the long run if you do not have your head screwed on straight about that. So embrace being a micromanager. Let everyone know who's working for you that you're going to trust that they're going to get the job done, but you will verify. They will tell you it's done. You are going to look, on, look to see that it's done. That's how you have to oversee people. That's how you have to manage. You will get an occasional rock star that will need less monitoring, but for the most part, you can put systems in place, but still it's going to require your direct interaction to make sure the result that they're producing is the result that you expect. You know, 
Just accept it, guys. Don't fight this. Don't think, oh, I'm a better manager than that. Or, oh, my people are – here's a classic example. I get a coaching call, you know, or I have a new coaching client, and then someone will have five or six buyer's agents. And they'll be making millions of dollars in commission, and they'll brag to me, oh, my people are so damn good. And then I get into their numbers. Oh, my buyer agents, they have this huge close ratio and whatever, whatever. So we get into their numbers. I haven't tracked their numbers typically for, you know, you can't tell much from 30 days. You can tell a lot after 90. We go through their numbers, and what they learn is that their buyer agents are terrible at conversions, terrible at lead follow-up, are only grabbing the low-hanging apples on the tree, are always complaining that, hey, there's not enough leads and the leads suck and all the rest of it, and they're never doing any outbound lead generation. And here you are, this rainmaker, thinking you had all these great people working for you because you weren't verifying. You were basically just delegating and expecting that somehow all the stars were going to align and you're a business genius, and, and then you start putting numbers to it. And I do this with you guys. And I want you to feel the pain because then you won't make the mistake again. I'll go through for the last 90 days, count the total number of leads, and we'll figure out how much money you lost because of the fact that you delegated but you didn't verify. You trusted but you didn't verify. You abdicated. You gave up the power of being a business owner because you thought that's what you were supposed to do because you went to some real estate conference and they told you that. It's not true, guys. That's not how real businesses are run. You will not have a profit if you give up your power, if you do not you know, essentially follow the path of sometimes what feels like the most, most resistance so that you can get the product in the, you know, out of the people that you expect. You are paying for it one way or another, I promise you. Next point, Julie. Well, and Tim, I wanted to hover there just for a second because the flip side to that that I see is when they do take that seriously and they crack down and they're verifying and they get pushback from their assistants, from their partner, from their buyer's agents, and they think there's something wrong with them. And so they either stop doing it or they think they're being too hard on that person. And, you know, that comes out in coaching a lot. And we advise yep. you if this is a major issue, you have the wrong person. It's your business. Your product is profit. If somebody's got issue with that, the issue is with them, and it's okay for you to talk about this. Profit is not a bad word. You've really got to watch Julie, this stuff. Little, yeah, go ahead. Let's give them a little secret. Let's give them a little secret. Guys, remember mm -hmm. I told you this. Just never, ever forget this. If anybody calls you paranoid outside of, say, a psychologist, like, you know, somebody who's, you know, you're maybe actually, warden, maybe. Right. So, so you're actually maybe somebody who needs to be medicated, but if anyone working for you tells you that you're paranoid, they're stealing from you. Okay? There it is. If any – remember I told you that? I promise you it's true. Oh, I know. Tim, this is not a sitting around the campfire, kumbaya, business mindset, roasting marshmallows and singing campfire songs, you know, mindset of business that, you know, that's real trendy right now in real estate. I know. I get it. But listen to me. I'm telling you. It's the truth. If anyone working for you – Anyone, even if they're a contractor, tells you that you're paranoid because you're checking on them, because you're monitoring. They're stealing from you. They're either stealing, like literally stealing, or they're stealing time. They're billing you for shit that they didn't do, or they're stealing leads. They're stealing from you. They're trying to basically get you off their scent. Remember, I told you that. And if you have somebody that says that to you, immediately put them on the fast train to Firesville. That's how it has fired. to be. That's right. You're fired. <laughs> okay. That's it. 
Yeah. No, yeah. Well, I mean, but, well, you right. got to make, you know, it, it helps to know how and where they're stealing from you because they were or they are. It could just yeah. be, you know, you're sending somebody a bunch of leads, a buyer's agent who are classic at this type of behavior, and then they'll basically say, oh, the leads sucked or they weren't qualified, and you'll go like, okay, whatever, I trust you, and really they never called them back. Really, they Meanwhile, you go spend more all- money buying more leads because you believe the leads suck. That's typical. Exactly. And then you go to a real estate awards conference and you're the number one agent in your marketplace because you sold 500 houses. But you know in your heart when you meet with your accountant the next day and he tells you that you only are making like 15 or 16% before taxes, you know that something's wrong. I'm telling you what's wrong. Listen to what we're telling you. These are where the mistakes come. This is where the cash flow bleed comes from. This is the reason that so many agents never accumulate any real money. It's because they're pissing it all away because they're believing these philosophies that you know business can be some sort of collaborative you know mickey mouse lefty mindset it can't it doesn't work that way it just never has and it never will i'm not telling you guys to act like you know walk around like you're some sort of you know i don't even know what the rude definition would be but some sort of crazy totalitarian person no you be gracious you be helpful you coach your staff you be you know, you, you show them compassion, all those things. But you make it clear that you're holding them to a very high standard. And if they call you paranoid or if they accuse you of being a micromanager, all the rest of it, they're really saying, um, I just really prefer that you just leave me the hell alone so you're not giving me any accountability so I can kind of just do whatever the hell I want to do when I want to do it. Remember, guys, if you want to be truly successful in life, you have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. That includes when it comes to managing your staff. Now, you're going to tell your folks that are working for you to read the book. They're going to hate the book. The profits aren't everything. They're the only thing. You're going to tell them to listen to Tim and Julie's podcast. And if you have any of your team members listen to our podcast, especially this Today Show, and they don't like it, well, guess what? They don't like it because they don't want us influencing you to start running a profit-minded business because that means that they're going to start being held, being held accountable. So, guys, here's the here's the takeaway, and we're going to round the bend, Julie. I think actually you can squeeze mm-hmm. in one more point, can't you? So, yeah, I this think is so. a this is this is our mindset to business. This should be your mindset to business. If you have a conflict with our approach to business in general, it's because maybe you are the one with the conflict about profit. Maybe you're the one who basically you personally are the reason that you haven't accumulated more money. You are personally, your mindset, something, guys, just be introspective about this. Don't just be pissy. Don't be mad. Just think about it. Maybe you're the, no, maybe, how about that? You're the problem. Start there. Read that book. Question yourself as to why you don't like what you don't like when you read the different sections. Deep dive into some of the other things that we suggest you guys do. Listen to past radio shows. If you're coaching clients, do not look for additional information. Do not go to Facebook groups looking for you know goofy, easy button ways. Just do what we ask you to do. Everything we ask you to do, guys, is designed around maximum profit margins. If you're selling a 500 houses, a thousand houses, and we have coaching clients that have and are doing that, we want you to have 50 to 60 percent margins. That is unheard of in the real estate business, given the way that most people do business. It is not unheard of the way our folks do business because we've trained them to build profitable businesses. You start with the mindset of profit, and you never lose it. <laughs> you don't allow anyone to influence you to, to, frankly, spend all your profit or believe that somehow you know, being profit-minded is bad. It's not, hey, guess what? Capitalism and being profit-minded is back. 
in vogue. It's fashionable again. It's Woo-hoo! retro. Really next point. It's retro. Okay. Back to the it's, 80s. That's right. Yes, right. Okay, point number four. Set your magic number goal, and coaching clients, you all know what that is, based on your treasure map. What's the magic number goal? It's the number of listings it takes at all times to drive your business. Why are we revisiting that? Because now that you're a partnership, it's going to be a bigger number. Listings are the lifeblood of the body that is your business. Never forget that. You've got to know that magic number goal at all times. And, of course, I'm going to move on to point number five because it's related. Set up your whiteboards as prescribed based on your goals. We have a whole section in Premier Coaching about visual accountability and exactly how to set up your whiteboards so that we remove the getting ready to get started to somehow know what you're supposed to be doing. You walk into your office, your whiteboards literally tell you. It's almost like having an assistant coach telling you, hey, look at all those five boards. What's the lightest? Maybe you've got tons of pendings, but you're down to very few listings or none at all. That's pretty obvious where you need to get cracking, right? Maybe you've got lots of listings, but they haven't sold in a while. Time for price reductions. It's beautiful how it works when you put it together. So once you know, once you've done your treasure map and you know your magic number, it's time to get those whiteboards done as a partnership as you're sorting these things out. You can see this congealing into a real business versus, hey, Tim, I'm going to partner with you so that, you know you can pick up some of the slack that I'm not doing, right? That's how usually yeah, partnerships work. Go ahead. I just had an interesting idea as I literally am going to pick up um, two of our books, right? I'm holding in my right hand real estate treasure map and my left hand think and grow rich for real estate. So I was thinking if someone's trying to build their perfect, like, you know, profit-minded bookshelf, what would it be? Mm-hmm. These two books for sure. Real estate treasure map. I mean, Julie, this book isn't even that big, right? How many pages is this yep. bad boy? No. I mean, it's not. It's just basically a fill-in-the-blank business plan. We walk you through exactly as if – okay, the whole book, guys, you guys could do this in an afternoon. It's 87 pages. Oh, oh, hold on, 89 pages. You guys could complete the real estate treasure map, the fill-in-the-blank business and life plan. You absolutely positively want to do that. Hey, if you want to keep on buying it on Amazon for 10 bucks, go right ahead, but I want to give this, give this book to you. And the one I have in my left hand is the number one selling book of the century on personal wealth and lasting success, Think and Grow Rich. And Julie and I have gone through the book, and we've asked added lots of little ideas about, you know, success stories from our real estate coaching clients and just people in general. So get both these books. These books are both free for you, and all you have to do is go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. But in addition to our books, I want you guys to get, again, Profits Aren't Everything, They're the Only Thing. We've talked about that book a lot today. I want you to get the book Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Halliday. That's a great book. Some some of you will not necessarily like that one, but who cares? Read it anyway. It's good for you. Always pay attention to what you don't like, because where you don't like is what you don't like is generally speaking where your ego is trying to get you to not learn. So if you're focused on always looking for information that reinforces your your way of thinking, your biases, you're never going to grow and change. And if, hey, if you have a fantastic life that you love and you never want anything to change, then stay on that learning course. But for the most, for 99.9% of you, you guys want to change and improve aspects of your life. So when you're coming across information that you do not necessarily fall perfectly in sync with, focus on what that specific thing is. Focus on why it is you feel the way you feel and then move forward. All right, in the last book, I think, Julie, if you can think of any others, this would be great. So Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, Real Estate Treasure Map, both of these books we give to them. Ryan Halliday's Ego is the Enemy book. Profits Aren't Everything, They're the Only Thing. And the other book that we've been suggesting to all of our private clients, we mentioned it uh, before on the radio show, and we're having uh, this guy on our radio show, I think, in early next month, is uh, Fanatical Prospecting. 
Okay? Mm, yeah. And Julie also, mentioned, Julie also mentions E-Myth, but truthfully, I'd put E-Myth at the bottom of the list. So I would start with all those other books first uh, and then have E-Myth on your list as well. But your I would, in the order before you try to systematize it. Yeah, because the E-Myth thing, the problem is, is that so many people have taken the E-Myth in, in real estate and they basically have taken it to the point where you if you start with the idea that you need to build a business around systems and delegating – and that's your prominent education in real estate, but you don't have a real understanding, a, a real core philosophy on profit, a real core philosophy on basically what the purpose of your business is. And the e does not deep dive into profit. That's not his thing. True. His thing is business systems. And so I want you guys to really realize that, yes, you need to build systems and the rest of it, but you need to build it with the idea that you're going to make a profit. So those, I think, five books would be the perfect 2017 bookshelf for all of you guys who are really wanting to focus on your learning. And all the stuff that you're looking for in your business, and, and Julie is in charge of the content for the Premier Coaching Program, is always being updated. So our information that you guys are getting as coaching clients is not static information. We're changing things. We're evolving things like you need to be doing yourself. Premier Coaching is the no-brainer coaching program for every single one of you. It's $100. It's like $99.38 or something per month. Every single one of you are pre-approved to get into the program. If you've not done this yet, what the heck are you waiting for? I mean, we literally have thousands of people in this program. It's our highest-rated program ever. You know, we're winning awards for this program. Please, seriously, guys, take action on this. Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. When you do, you can speak to one of our new member coaches. You can also um, – if you're on your desktop, just fill out that form right there where the book images are, and you can just and the same thing will happen. I want you to speak with one of our new member coaches. If for no other reason, they're going to get you going on the right path towards completing the real estate treasure map. Uh, Julie, I think we should finish this really great topic next week. Is there anything else you'd yep. like to share with these guys? I would say if you're considering becoming a partnership for whatever reason with whoever you're considering or somebody's asking you to do that with them, Take it seriously. You know, you can't just wing your way through that. And there are so many pitfalls and black holes of losing profit when you do that. Organizational issues, who's going to do what when, lead follow-up gets dropped. I mean, you really have to take this seriously. And that's why we put together this step-by-step action plan that we'll finish next week. So you guys can turn this into a checklist and say, all right, at the end of the checklist, am I serious about this or aren't I? Am I better off as a solo agent or not? And even if you are already a husband and wife team considering taking somebody else on, you can use this as a checklist. So take it seriously, and we'll finish it out next week. Yeah, well, you know what, Julie? I just had you just reminded me of something. Julie and I are big Dr. Laura Schlesinger fans, um, and you guys aren't tuned into her literally. She's on the radio, or I'm not reading her books. It's great stuff. So one of the things that Laura talks about is one of the biggest, like before people get married, they ha- generally speaking, people that have the same religion, have the same spending and saving habits, have the same even political views, have long-lasting marriages versus those who don't. And, you know, I think the same rigid stance should be taken with regards to basically forming a business. If you're going to form a business and you don't have the same business philosophy, if you don't have the same, you know, everything, you're going to feel taken advantage of, or you're going to be the one taking, you know, getting taken, you know, being taken advantage of somebody else. In other words, you're going to try to get them to think the way you think when they really don't. It's nice to have all this information ahead of time. That way, you know, if you end up having a menorah and a Christmas tree in December, it's by choice. It's not by surprise. So think about these things, guys. Take this stuff seriously. It will have a lasting impact. That way you don't have to waste a year trying to form a partnership with the wrong person. Now, if you end up having a spouse that you're not on the same page with as far as business philosophies, I give you permission, and I, I know Julie would agree, don't do it. 
because it's then going to ruin your business, but it's also going to ruin your personal life, right? You can have that spouse who doesn't agree with you do other things. They can go get a job. You know, they could maybe just do BPOs all day, but don't just automatically assume because you love this person, they're going to be an asset to your business. It probably only works out 50% of the time, if that. So in the meantime, guys, if you need us for anything, send an email to Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. And I assure you, Julie and I are getting over our our allergies, (laughs) so hopefully we'll sound a little bit better (laughs) starting the next few days. Uh, right. But if you have any suggestions for radio shows, any people we should interview, any topics, anything at all, please feel free to email us, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. God bless all of you guys for sending us emails, any kind of email, any kind of suggestion, good, bad, or indifferent. I really do sincerely appreciate the feedback. And all of you guys who are you know, using our daily podcast as your motivation, as sort of your, you know, your light in the, the, the storm of dark clouds because you're going through something in your life right now, I really appreciate and Julie appreciates helping you and being part of that journey. We're just voices on the other end of your earphones, I know, but the fact is, is that we've been there, done that probably thousands of times, either personally or through coaching clients. And uh, if you need any help, please reach out. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.